I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. Fun. Hello. Hello. It is autumn. It's finally here. It's finally happened. Um, don't look at the weather forecast for next week. No, I think it'll make me a bit sad. But it's been proper autumn-like. I know. I went to the allotment uh, just this afternoon, which, as I've just explained to you, is why I was slightly late for recording. And also because I spent a lot longer in the library than I meant to, because the book I was looking for in fiction turned out to be in sci-fi and fantasy. Anyway, yeah, and it was like grey and drizzly with a hint of... There wasn't mist, but I think my brain like superimposed mist. It was nice. Mm -hmm. I kept my little outside door a little bit ajar last night. Um, I got into bed to watch a cosy YouTube video at half past nine and ten minutes in thought... I can't watch all of this. This is 37 minutes long and I'm nearly asleep. So I went to bed before 10. It was great. Uh, and I said to Toby as I was going to bed, I was like, don't worry, because I didn't stay up late enough to watch the rest of the YouTube video. So it means that the cup of tea I took to bed with me has not properly worked through my system. And I will be awake again in one to three hours yeah. <laughs> to use the facilities. And I was correct. And I perfectly timed it for the quite incredible thunder and lightning storm. I, I was impressed, well not impressed, uh, surprised uh, rather that you text me back at like one o'clock in the morning. Yes, I don't know why I picked up my, I thought, oh I'm going to the loo, I better pick up my phone first, see if anything important had happened. And what had happened was that you had sent me a picture of you wearing a sheet mask, which was not necessarily scary, but was a bit of a jump scare at half midnight or whatever it was yeah and it was very very heavy rain and then i went into the kitchen we do not have curtains in the kitchen and there was a big lightning flash and i involuntarily went "Ooh!" that <laughs> <laughs> was very cozy good um yeah i've been trying to do my like oh ways to celebrate autumn because i sometimes feel like my favorite season passes me by and i go oh, i should have done all these things but I can't watch Gilmore Girls in 25 degree weather. No, it feels wrong. Uh, autumn does seem to go by very quickly these days. It's, it goes sweaty, 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 sweaty. Ooh, cold. Where can I move in the world so I can experience more, I would say, 12 degree weather? Cabot Cove? Yes. Well, I do respect that Stephanie Meyer did the research to find the rainiest place in <laughs> the um, continuous United States. Nice. The continuous or contiguous? Contiguous. Okay, yeah, the continuous United States. They they continue to be the United States. (laughs) The states continue to be united. Not if Texas Texas has its its way. In the contiguous United States, she found, where's the rainiest place? I'll set my book there. It's a shame that that book was then Twilight, but... Yeah, unfortunate. I have not read a single word of the books, but I have watched all the movies. I've done neither. One of the movies is so boring it's just so boring and then and then michael sheen joins the franchise i see and it really kicks up a gear i can and imagine does, I, we I'm, we must have just discussed michael sheen's um scream laugh at some point in the um uh, several centuries that we've been doing i this feel podcast. like we probably have yeah is he is he welsh in it or is he no he's not welsh <laughs> in it that feels like a i know that's like that's not a stupid idea because People are Welsh. People who live in Seaport, or up, 
the northwest Forks, Washington. Washington. I mean, technically, we first meet him in Italy, but he is not. It's only a Michael Sheen, and yeah, it seems to be like no, of course he's not Welsh, as though like Welsh people don't exist. But but obviously Hollywood does not just regularly put Welsh characters in things. I think they're missing a trick there. Oh, I saw a brilliant video of Michael Sheen and Matthew Reese in a car together because they've lived together twice and uh, it was a TikTok and all the people were saying, wait, what? These pe- <laughs> these people are Welsh? And I was like, I don't find the idea of two Welsh people that unusual, but I suppose if you're in America, Wales has a very, very small population, right? <laughs> Compared to the contiguous United States. <laughs> If, if you're used to them being American or English. Yeah. Just only go, what? But my, Michael Sheen is famously Welsh and Matthew Reese is called Matthew Reese. Yes. But I suppose if you are American and you have seen him in The Americans. Yes. Then you might think he was from the USSR. I'm. Is that. I've not seen The Americans. I've seen the first half of the first season and it was really good. Okay. But you, I, that was that was in my um, years of just starting TV series. Right, I see. It was one of those ones where you go, "I'm really enjoying myself," and then you uh, and then you take no further part in it. I love this. I really enjoyed the first half of this season. I will never watch it again. In short, no, Michael Sheen is not Welsh <laughs> in the Twilight films. To sum up, but oh god, I, I have to. I'm concerned that the phrase "I saw a TikTok" has overtaken me saying. So I was listening to a podcast. But I have seen a TikTok, and also when I say it, I sound 80 years old. Basically, you can buy it's a keyring, and it's got several pieces of um, transparent acrylic, but they're coloured in a way that they look like the colour grading on the different Twilight movies, <laughs> which is genuinely a very cool concept. Can you? So that if you right, so hold you can it up, hold them up and look through them. Yeah, or put them on your phone's camera, and they're labelled, you know, I Twilight, see. New Moon. And, and like the Twilight one is very grey blue and um, I just like the idea that, that people like it so much so we're like well we gotta commemorate the colour grading <laughs> okay fair enough I wonder if there's an Amelie one I bet you could get uh, Wes Anderson one yes anyway how have we got nearly eight minutes into this podcast <laughs> just talking about whether whether people are Welsh <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe Wales exist Wait, exists. I started halfway through that sentence and started thinking about whales, the animal. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen a whale, so they might not exist. Yeah, I've never seen Michael Sheen and a whale in the same room. I think that whales might be a hoax, the animal. Okay, good, because I was like, that's it. English uses the same verb endings for a lot of <laughs> subject. Anyway, I've done loads since we recorded I've I've been to the allotment. I've done a lot of cooking. I've been out, oh out, out. Goodness. I mean, not to, like the club, um, because let's not be absurd. I went out two nights in a row. You never do that. I never. <laughs> no, I am a big proponent of the nine thirty bedtime. Okay, I went to a gig in a field. Lovely. Which, you know, it was not only out, but it was outside out. So I went to see Boy Genius at Gunnersbury Park, and it was amazing. Uh, there were several support acts, but the main one was Moona, who I love. And they who I had tickets to see in November and went, why would I go to a gig on a Thursday and just didn't go? And I regret that now. <laughs> <laughs> but they were amazing. 
uh, was very joyful and then Boy Genius were also amazing. That was great and I went with my dear friend Iz and the first thing we did upon getting into the uh, park, which was a, ni- a nightmare because they're like, t- you have to download your ticket to the Ticketmaster app. You cannot take a screenshot because it is, it is a scanning thing that moves. It oh, is no. like a 3D barcode. So I was like, great, I've downloaded that. Great, open the app. And it had kicked me out so it didn't keep you logged in. But the, everyone was trying to get on the wife on the 3G. <laughs> So I had to just spend 15 minutes in a queue trying to log into a Ticketmaster app. And then we finally got, oh, by, by which point Izzy had got in and was just waiting for me on the other side. And then um, the first thing we did was buy Mr. Whippies. Genius. Uh, boy genius. Boy genius. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for a little bit of paper. You're not wrong. Did you buy our Taylor Swift tickets through Ticketmaster? Uh, no, it's like through a special... Thing. Taylor Swift portal, something okay. like that. No, it's like an event. I don't remember, but it's yeah. It's like, like I, have, I have a again. specific account that I had to make to Nightmare. get Taylor Swift tickets. Gang, did we tell you we have Taylor Swift tickets? Oh yeah, I'm so excited. But I'm already going. What outfit shall what I wear? Shall what shall I, I make? Thinking of making something. Had I been to see Crazy for You last time we recorded? No, we recorded on August the fourteenth. Oh. In that case, I went to see Crazy for You later that week. In a bizarre reversal of what we normally have done. We've got one in the can. We've got better at recording. And like I meant doing a fairly good job at editing, but we did end up with more in the can than, than previously. So we've got one that I have just uploaded but not published yet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I did this morning. So that is ready to go. I just need to write the blog post, which admittedly may happen tomorrow. That's... I'd like it to be today because then it would be Monday, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I had an incredibly busy work week last week, and I'm very low on spoons. How was crazy for you, Jessica? I enjoyed it. Uh, good fun. Uh, lots of tapping. Again, one of those classic, don't worry too much no. about the plot. Basically, they're going to have to do a show right here in this old barn. This is my favourite. It's a jukebox musical, but of, like, Gershwin songs. <laughs> Which never feel like jukebox musicals, because if you say to me, oh, it's a jukebox musical, I'm like, a bit naff. But when they're like, oh, it's just a collection of, like, different Gershwin hits. I'm like, that is what musical theatre should be. Yeah. We know what art is, it's paintings of horses. <laughs> yeah, our parents went last week. I'm going to try and see it because it's very my thing. I sat it? in the absolute back row for not quite the cheapest ticket you could get, but near enough. Because you didn't have a pillar in front of you? Uh, because I was not, not round the side. It's at the Gillian Lynn. Uh, which, where we saw cats. Where we saw cats. Which our mother was saying, but, oh, I haven't been to the Jillian Lynn. Well, I've been once when we saw cats. And I was like, well, that was about 25 years ago. So I was like, well, I've never been there. And it turns out it's because it wasn't called, obviously called the Jillian Lynn Theatre then. It was the New London. And I wouldn't have been able to tell you that anyway. And I assumed it was a new build. I mean, it is a new build, but like in the 80s. And it's not quite new build enough to be my favourite kind of theatre, which is, as we now know, a modern. Uh, oh, it's pretty, it's pretty up there. Okay, great. Um, oh, you can see the stage from all of the seats. I do believe the best theatre I've ever been to is where we saw Mickey and the Magician. Yeah, though, yeah, those were really good. Because they were proper seats. At the uh, Pride of the... Rhythm of the Pride Lands. Yep. They Benches. Were good. You could see uh, from uh, all the viewpoints were good, but the seats were benches. Mm-hmm. But Gillian Lynn, you can see wherever you sit. You can see wherever you sit. Again, um, and I know we discussed this, how is that not <laughs> applicable to every seat? 
<laughs> I've come to see a show. Great. You can't actually see from every scene. But on the plus side, uh, no concrete. If yeah, a lo- lot of swags, as I said, a lot of red velvet. Going, It's going to rack and ruin, but not rack and ruin. I loved that joke. Hey It's a shame you've quit Twitter, but it's not, because I really support you in that decision. Yeah, I, and I never put on the uh, joke about Duolingo, about how much bananas cost. Certain <laughs> banana, Michelle. <laughs> I went to the Soho Theatre to see Kate Blunt, and her show was called Kate, and I can't remember it's like Kate, like, you know that, um, that label, it's Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs for Mark Jacobs, a Mark Jacobs production. Yeah. A speech by Toad. Yes, so that, I saw that, so I saw stand-up, could not tell you the last time I saw a live comedy, um, howled, it was very funny, and so stupid in places, which I love. That's my favourite kind of comedy. I like a comedy that is very stupid about very clever things. Yes, and she um, she was great. She was in A League of Their Own, the TV show, okay. which Amazon were like, I guess you could have like two long, like a, a second series that's actually just like three feature length episodes. And they were like, oh, we're really sorry. Um, because of the strike, you actually can't have that. And everyone was like, don't lie. <laughs> it's not because of the strike, it's because you're bad people. This was my first night out. And then the next day, I went to the Royal Albert Hall herself to see two proms, prom 66 and prom 67, which were Rufus Wainwright playing with a, the BBC Concert Orchestra, his albums Want One and Want Two, respectively. Very nice. It was amazing. It was so good. I brought my knitting because there was quite a big gap between the two performances. So by the, we all had to leave the auditorium. Yeah. But when, as soon as we could get back in, I sat and um, drank a cup of tea and did my knitting. Lovely. I got myself a millionaire's shortbread. They had billionaire's shortbread, which had caramel. I kid you not. And I know last episode I said I didn't know how thick, how big an inch was in comparison <laughs> to the big flies, the flesh flies, right? Sorry to bring them up again. Um, it was an inch thick of caramel. Is that the difference between a millionaire's and a billionaire's shortbread? Just more caramel? Yeah, whether you get um, sudden onset diabetes in the in the cafe. Um, I, felt, I, I, I guessed it would have had like something like a, a sort of an exciting sprinkle over the top of it. Yeah, just um, uh, shaved dollar bills. Just, yeah, truffles. You know what I decided the other day? I don't like truffle oil. Just putting that out there. You know what I love? Caviar. <laughs> that caviar is a garnish. Obviously, my review of Ruth's Rainwright immediately goes to the catering. Um, but it was it was amazing. It was so good. I loved it so much. Those two albums include some of my favourite songs of his and ones I've not necessarily heard him play live before. Cool. And I used my meditation practice to make sure I was in the moment. <laughs> I love that. So I could previously I've been at a concert and I, <laughs> I can't remember what we were seeing. This is about a decade ago. And I remember thinking, what are we meant to do here? <laughs> because I was like, well, this is nice, but I'm just thinking about other things. And then I realised that you're meant to sort of not think about other things and just enjoy Lose the yourself to the music. Is it like when we went to the beach and we sat down and we we're like, "What is the point of the beach?" Cool. Uh, <laughs> how long? How? What? How do you? What do you? How? How does? Because we didn't have Ken with us, so we didn't know how to beach. It's exactly. This is why this is people's jobs, because their job is beach, and then the rest of us don't have to worry about it. And he's really good at his job. He is really good at beach. Yes. Instead, I used my meditation practice thanks for calm subscription for making our lives so much better and uh, I was able to be in the moment and I was just sitting there listening with the biggest grin on my face it was so good I love that for you I was like this is one of the highlights of my life nearly cried 
his music is very Martian orchestral anyway. Yeah. But then to have an actual orchestra, and I hadn't considered that they would have overtures, and they had an overture and and for want one, and then I think for want two, the music had some of want one in it and, and a, want two, so it's kind of an on track. Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought, oh, that song, we've just heard that song. I thought, oh, because it's an on track. It was amazing. So, yeah, the second concert started at 10.15. No. Ah, uh, dreadful. Um, I was home just after midnight. I say this is someone who went to see Barbie that started at 10 past 11. True. <laughs> a few weeks ago. But there was less of a there was less of a turnaround between finishing work and arriving at the, the-, at the cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also during the heat wave. Is the uh, Royal Air, Royal Albert Hall herself con- uh, air conditioned or climate controlled in any way? It well, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that terrible in there, so I assume it has something. But the, uh, reviews of the last night of the proms, a week or so later, because it was when it was oh yeah, like the <laughs> really bad heat you wave. You wouldn't want to be in the in the standing proming. Although Pro- you wouldn't want to be proming for that. There were considerably fewer people for the second concert because it was so late. And um, p- some people who were in the proming section just went to the back and lay down on the floor <laughs> like they were in a field at a concert, at a, yeah. a festival. And I had to respect that. I was like, oh, I did not I did not know we could do that. Anyway, so that was me going out. Um, I got home, yeah, half midnight. You know what was great? I had a little shower, had a little snack. That's how that's how my evenings go. I guess and the trick is, I've changed it so I have I shower immediately when I get in from work because then yes. the most uh, arduous task of the evening is done. Got to get it done. Then snack time. I've been watching. Oh, I cannot. I've never attempted to say it out loud. Um, it's the Netflix show with the bear and the woman, the Japanese one. Oh, uh, Rilakkuma and Kaoru. Yep, that's exactly what it is. There are some things where I'm like, oh, I know exactly what it is, but if it's uh, in a language that is n- not a language I speak, I have never attempted to convert it from a from brain a, word to a, a mouth vis- word. Yeah, from a visual. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I never even thought about how to actually pronounce that. Yes, that one. And it's 10 minutes long. And I watch, uh, sometimes I watch it as a little, like recently, when I've had these late nights. They are very delightful. I might rewatch them. Yeah, those are all my exciting outings what i have been on with for for things we have done well before we move on to uh things we have made yes uh should i do a song oh yeah oh bugger (laughs) rosie doesn't have a song yes una momento well i've got one but i don't know if it's i have loads of songs i like oh i know what i'll have there we go uh my song is vampire by olivia rodrigo okay well i'm gonna have to pick a new one (laughs) uh because i'm very down with kids Okay, I was going to go for Bad Idea, right? Which I think is better because it's thumpier. Okay, that's allowed. I do like the uh, um, the sped up versions, if you go on Spotify there, but they're also the ones that everyone puts over their reels. Yeah, TikTok is just sped up versions of songs, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But I did listen to a really interesting episode of Planet Money about uh-huh. um, how... Uh, influencers select songs and it's that they are paid to use these songs which is why they become so ubiquitous but they do not have to declare that they have been paid to use the song so yes, it just seems not a like ad. because they're just a um, it seems like it's trend, It's a trend but actually it's like a manufacturer. It seems like it's organic but it's been yes. planned. Um, did you enjoy the Planet Money thing about uh, the song? Yes. Um, inflation. 
Yes, Inflation. It was very good. I did listen to it on Spotify. I did contribute to that. Me too. Uh, Ernest Jackson, Sugar Daddy and the Gumbo Roo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great. Okay. Uh, what what have we made? We've done things we've done. And now these things we've made. I have done a lot of cooking. Yeah, it's amazing, Jessica. The batches, the Tupperware. I've done batch cooking. Not meal prep. Because that's no. a different thing. And also, it's not. that's not what I'm doing. A bit trash. Some... No, trash isn't the right word. It can be a little... Yes. Uh, when I ask someone what they have for dinner... Meal prep is not an answer. What? Meal prep is how you came by. What? That's a verb, not a noun. They just what they mean is they're not going out to get anything, and it's not sandwiches. What? Like, but I have had people on more than one occasion say, "Meal prep." Oh, what did you make? That then it's prompt. Oh, just like chicken and pasta. You know, what they mean is it was like either a HelloFresh thing or a something. Mm. Anyway, oh, what are you having for dinner? Cooking. Cooking. What have you been cooking? Food. That's what people seem to want to eat. There you go. Um, anyway, tell me about your batch cooking. Brief uh, rant aside, a staycation is not going on holiday in the country you live in. It's just being off work, but at home. Yes, so I have a very busy few weeks at work coming up um, with very long hours. So I thought I would uh, do some batch cooking of meals that I could then freeze and then take to work with me to pop in the microwave so I could have a nice hot dinner. Now, obviously, I could go out and buy food. Like, it's that's fine. I work in central London. There are many eateries and establishments available. But I thought if I made them, made all the food, it would be A, obviously it's cheaper, um, and B, also it would be like, well done me for making this. Yeah. And it's like... You know little, what you get to be? Smug. I, well, yeah, I love, I love being smug about things like that. Um, I can think... Ah, I, I, I did, I did a good thing for myself. Mm. So it's like a little sort of self-care. Like I know that I'm going to eat well, and I don't need to think about what I'm having for dinner because I've already got it. It's like ready to go. Yeah. So I've done so far. I have one more meal to do. Um, I've done chili with mashed potatoes. I thought that would heat up well, and uh, green beans. I've got some of that, multiple portions of that. I've got uh, gnocchi. It's uh, two different kinds of gnocchi. I've got tomato gnocchi and spinach gnocchi, but like mixed together in a tomato sauce. But the actual gnocchi itself is like different colours. Uh, with green beans. A sense of theme. I have, um, and yesterday I made like a cassoulet, a veg uh, lentil bean cassoulet with uh, mustard mash and green beans. And next week, I'm, or at the end of this week, I'm going to make a curry, which is going to have the green beans just incorporated into it as part of it. I'm going to do it with naan. Um, pals, I've grown so many green beans at the allotment. I picked more today. Also, blackberries, which leads me on to my next thing. I've also got crumble. I made some crumble topping to go on four little portions of crumble. Got it so wrong. Made so much crumble topping. <laughs> I finally used it up yesterday. I just put it in the freezer. It was fine. Um, but I've got uh, 12 different portions of crumple, not four. I had to buy extra containers. Um, and they are all blackberry-based because, again, I've grown a lot of... I've harvested a lot of blackberries this year. One of them is blackberry and apple with a pear in it. One of them is blackberry and pear. And one of them, one of the flavours, not like one of the servings, is uh, blackberry and plum with... A Bramley apple for like bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever learn that you're my hero? I I I was aware that I might be the wind beneath your wings, but I mm. didn't. 
In the words of the our favourite guy who's ever taught us to drive a canal boat, F. Yeah, Crumble. F. Yeah, um, Crumble. I didn't even think of him. Uh, f- and uh, funnily enough, the one of the guys who delivered my new fridge freezer, which arrived the other week, which I've put all my crumble in, uh, did have strong narrowboat vibes. Love that. N- narrowboat instructor vibes. He, I, what a man. I could do a... We do a special series just on... Um, each episode devoted to excellent people we've met Rand- with. Randomers we've encountered. Him, uh, the two girls we, we encountered coming out of uh, Damichelle in uh, As soon as Naples. you said two girls, I knew it was going to be the girls coming out of the pizzeria. <laughs> um, absolute legends. Okay, I am... Uh, <laughs> as we've mentioned on the last episode, the thing is I've only just finished editing the episode we recorded <laughs> so you're at this point a month it. ago. Right, yep. yep, yep. Um, where I... Uh, talk about having to move house uh, a saga that continues and is um uh as with everything that happens to me as as my dear friend lewis said um uh, i am the girl who's a woman whose life is a premise right <laughs> a lot of things happen to me which are kind of interesting but have no long-lasting consequences and they feel like sitcom episodes you're right so what you're saying is your life is uh, your life doesn't have an arc it's episodic yes because it's like she's a disabled woman who owns a yarn, like the owning of a yarn shop, like is, is like the premise, right? Yeah. Uh, the one episode where Rosie has a fight in the press with Tony Blair, <laughs> like all these things. Um, so uh, the 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 housing situation is becoming a little bit like that. Anyway, this is this is not what I'm talking about. But I am doing and continuing to work only on projects that are already basically extant. And I'm trying to finish things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so yeah. I finished. I finished. Two jumpers. You're, you're making a house. <laughs> so, well, in the words of Nick Miller, what are you knitting? A mansion. Um, so I have knitted uh, the Sanguine Sweater by Morgan Wallendorf, which I am so excited about and have simply not been able to put it on my body. I see. Because it is a big, um, cosy jumper. And so I've, I, I've finished it. I've I like washed and blocked it. I I've see. Sewn so it's, all the it's end. a weather-related problem, not a uh, logistics or. Yeah, it's not like, and it's too small to put over my head. No, yeah. I like I folded it up and put it in my sweater cupboard, and then I've just been like, and I'll see you in six to eight weeks. <laughs> Another one was one of the infinite um, basic raglan jumpers that I used to teach jumper knitting with. I finished that one. It was in Drops Paris, a yarn we do not sell. I did not knit sleeves. I did short sleeves on it. So my whole Cute. like, oh, I'm knitting them identically. Out the window. Don't care. It's finished. I have now finished seven of the eight Raglan jumpers. <laughs> Yay. Time to start a, a gallery wall at the shop. Oh, when I finish the seventh one, I cast on a pair of socks because it's good to always have a pair of socks on the go. And that's what I knitted at the Albert Hall because I didn't want to lug my current project which is the Rosemary Fisherman sweater by Poison Girls because um, it's a big iron weight yeah. <laughs> fisherman sweater. Uh, but but I, I'd started it last year. A Gansey. Beginning of last year. It's a Gansey. I'd fi- started it at the beginning of last year and then had taken on a commission. So I stopped working on it and I was like, right, time to come back to this project. I know I want to rip it out a bit because I don't like how some of this come out. And I'd only got like an inch past the ribbing and it's bottom up. And then could not find any I had no idea what needles I had used because I had taken the needles out for another project and I had like a washed and blocked tension square 
no indication of what needles to use, so I had to do it a, another tension square. Of course, I was exactly on tension, so we clearly just used <laughs> the pattern needles. And I have finished my first ball of yarn. I've connected a second ball of yarn, um, but it's quite uh, like there's cables, there's lots going on, so it's not the simplest of knitting. I started a blanket yesterday that I might hate, but I'm not sure, a crochet thing, because I have all this yarn in what I thought was like an autumnal palette, which I had planned to do a, I thought originally I might do a temperature blanket using, and then I just decided I didn't want to do that. So I had this all this four ply cotton, and I thought, well, I'll do, a, I'd seen a really cute stitch and crochet called linen or moss stitch, so I could do that. And I think it's not coming out autumnal, I think it's coming out 70s. Yeah, I think it, because it's got like that, zigzaggy chevrony pattern mm-hmm. and the green and the yellow is like throwing it off and possibly even the cream the shade this particular shade of green the particular shade of yellow the particular shade of brown at this point it might just be two color <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do uh so i'm not sure i mean i really like how it's coming out but just not sure about the colors i just need to give into the colors but i've really got a blanket that i've knitted and i'm now like i don't care for the colors in this and i think i'm going to give it away Mm-hmm. And black, it's a quite big project. Yeah. Anyway, so the jumper is the main thing. I've resisted the urge to cast anything on. I'm great. Shall I do a song? Or do you have anything else that you've made? No, I th- I think that, that brings us current. Let's move on. Because it's, it's bang on four o'clock now. My song is What I Want by Muna. And um, I hadn't heard it before I went to the gig. And it was kind of a song where you could pick up and sing the chorus. Nice. Hearing it the first time. And I listened to it all the time. And they're great. Okay, we've done things we've done. We've done things we've made. What have we seen? My favourite things that I've seen this week. Actually, both of them involve water. You sent me one of them, so I will leave that to you. But the other one is... Um, <laughs> okay, good. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, the, f- the the one that I shall say is um, Ariel Bissett, uh, <laughs> who is doing, her, doing up her... her um, very old house in Nova Scotia. She has reached the point where she needs to rip up the carpet in her kitchen. Yes, I said carpet in her in the kitchen. She has the same thoughts in it. Just the first 12 seconds are truly incredible. Watch the whole thing. It's great. And watch the whole series of her doing her house. It's really enjoyable. Just connecting the washing machine does not go as planned. That's where I leave it. Now I know what it is <laughs> that I sent you. So, so last week, Martin Short was trending on Twitter. And it was because somebody had written an article that was basically like, I hate everything Martin Short's ever done. Why are you people tolerating him? So people were sharing on Twitter things that they love that Martin Short had done. And it's a clip I'd seen before, but it's him on Johnny Carson um, demonstrating your standard spit take and then his spit take, which is incredible. (laughs) And um, I... I, I mean, I I watched it while I was at work and I realised I had the door open and I was sitting at the counter with this, um, like, the sounds of a talk show just blurring out on the street and then me cackling with laughter. We referenced earlier uh, Rilakkuma and Kauru, yeah. um, which is a very sweet little programme on Netflix that is a stop motion and the episodes are 10 minutes long. And I really enjoy <laughs> one of these. If you type in uh, Rilakkuma on um, Google, when it's like, people also ask, the first one is, does Rilakkuma have a gender? And they are both genderless, apparently. There you go. <laughs> but I was like, okay. Both I love the, the That was the first question. Asked, yeah, the bear. The bear's the, wo- the woman. The woman's a woman. 
The woman's a woman, but like the bears are genderless. Relacomer, what's he? What's the? What's the smaller bear called? I I believe it's actually Relacomer, not Relacuma. Relacuma. Oh, Relacoma and Coralacoma. Coralacoma. And they're not actually bears. No, they're creatures. And there's a bit where they do laundry, and she washes the suits. Yes, and like, what's under the suit? I'm really concerned. It's like a horrible muscle demon, but um. <laughs> But I like to think that it's another, it's a bear. Yeah. It's a little, it's like a bear wearing a suit of a bear. Yeah. So that like a, like a sort of a slipcover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and, and the duck is a duck that really likes cleaning. Yeah. I like when um the duck puts on like, what I can only describe as the traditional Japanese house cleaning headscarf. <laughs> yes. And fiercely cleans. So that is a lovely show. Um, Sometimes if I want to do a little wind down, but I don't want to watch a whole episode or something, I watch that or Clangers because they're both 10 minutes long. Yes. Involving stop motion. Stop motion. Fibercraft. Yeah, boy. Um, As I've said many times, haberdashery's gain was puppetry's loss. (laughs) I haven't haven't seen a huge bunch. I mean, obviously, Ragmop and Goose did a three-part video series about um, uh, their holiday. Obviously. Uh, that involves uh, the tiny puppets and tiny puppet life jackets. The thing is, I used to just be like, what fun things have I shared on Twitter? Which is, there are no fun things on Twitter anymore. Wouldn't know, haven't been on it. The last time I went on it was because you sent me a link via Twitter. Yes, I will be using the word Twitter uh, of Martin Short doing a spit take. Okay, well, we tried to finish at four. It's (laughs) 4.06. Uh, we tried to finish at four. It's four o six. I think that's pretty good. That's that's not bad for us. No, and I would like to go and have tea. And this week's tea ten treat: a chocolate hobnob. Oh, delightful! I'm going to go and make a sandwich. And you got to go to work. I, I took the day off to work, to work because last week was ridiculous. I actually wasn't in necessarily more hours than I normally am, but I worked three evenings. I see. And I was often alone and in charge of the actual shop as opposed to in my basement. Um, hateful. Hateful. And and I said to everyone, I'm going to take it really easy. And instead, I emptied a room that I have been meaning to empty for two and a half years. <laughs> okay, Jessica, I will speak to you in two weeks. Have an amazing day. What the hell? <laughs> Either will. Bye, Rosie. Bye, Jessica. You've been listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. fun.